Captain's Log, episode 86. This week's episode of the Beer Avengers podcast is sponsored by the Beer and Cheese Collective, located at 35-11 Ditmars Boulevard in Astoria, Queens. Enjoy their eclectic array of craft beer, artisanal cheeses, and specialty grocery items at the Beer and Cheese Collective. Home bar to yours truly, Captain Porter Brown Stout. The Beer Avengers is an unscripted podcast and is fully unscripted for the duration of the strike of the Writers Guild of America and SAG-AFTRA, Union Strong. Remember to like, star, and subscribe whenever that feels appropriate. And send us your emails at thebeervengers at gmail.com if you have any questions, suggestions, or if you just like hearing us talk about you on the show. And now, without further ado, please enjoy episode 86, Super Chiller, Qu'est-ce que c'est? With a beer, 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 Avengers, beer, 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 Avengers, beer, 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 Avengers. We're the beer Avengers. Yes, we are. Welcome to the Beercast, everyone. Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Astoria, Queens. I am Captain Porter Brown Stout. Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Fresno, California. This is the Pale Male Hophead Huck. And coming to you from an undisclosed location in the County of Kings, it is I, the Beer Wonder! And we are... The... The... Getting better Zah. every time, guys. I know. It is, that it was, is. That, uh, that one we, was juicy, like an IPA. We keep thinking oh. we've got it perfected, uh, and then it's better the next week, uh, or two weeks, or, you know, uh, we, we lose track of time because we drink, because that's why we're here oh. doing the show. Uh, it's great to have uh, Beer Wonder back here in the studio. Oh my gosh, yes. I know, I, I was I was in I was in the far northern tundra, and uh, it, it was it was an adventure, and I'm excited to share about it at some point. But um, it's nice to be back, gentlemen. Thank you for the birthday wishes from afar, and of course, uh, belated birthday wishes to uh, Father Brown Stout, who is always. Oh yes, that's right. You yeah, know, you you both had your birthday right around, like within two days of each other, right? You were the 22nd, he was the 21st. That's correct. Yes, excellent. It's an auspicious time. It is an auspicious time, my friends. Well, it's three it's not that. just it is yes yes uh, it's not just the three of us here. We have That's a true. very we have a very special guest here with us today, a uh, beer vendor to be as we uh, oh, yeah. you know by the end of this episode he will he will be a fully fully fledged beer vendor, uh, actor, writer, director, uh, producer, uh, uh, also uh, and and really important for for oh, a podcaster I should say that podcaster uh, <laughs> twice a week he does his uh, oh wow but in addition to that probably most relevant for here in addition to the podcasting part of it is uh, he's the bartender at the Quad Cinema so oh, we, may, yeah. we may even get a little uh, little talk here about picks and pints please welcome John L Peacock. Yes. Well, thank you for the extremely long list uh, of uh, of credentials for me to be on the episode. Thank you so much, guys. You're welcome. quite welcome. Thank yeah, you we're happy. for being we're, here. Yes, we're happy to have a, a fellow podcaster who's going to give us that really rich, deep podcaster tone that we're always striving for. So, thank you for thank you for bringing the professionalism. Oh, uh, you're very welcome. This is just my normal voice. Oh, okay. Okay, got it. <laughs> yeah, you, when you talk about the uh, the podcaster voice, it reminds me of a New Yorker cartoon I saw a few months ago. This uh, couple's in bed together, and uh, she leans into him, and, and she says, uh, next time, can you can you do it in your podcaster voice? <laughs> 
I've gotten All that right. once or twice. Anyway. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll certainly, I certainly want to hear more about that as we go on. But before we do any of that, uh, I think uh, it's time for the pours, right? Yeah, it's hot in Gotham right now, y'all. Oh, it yeah. is hot. Oof. It is hot. We need to, we need to cool this down. I don't know. In, in the County of Kings, it is definitely toasty. I don't know how it is in uh, in in uh, Queens County over there. Oh yeah, it's, uh, I'm making a huge sacrifice by turning off my air conditioner to do this, so you don't have those those noises in the background. These this is what I do for for you beer vendors out there, whether you're from uh, whatever 15 states we're in. Whether I think last month we had some in India and Belgium and Germany, and I'm rambling on when we still have empty glasses. What am I What am I doing? Well, it's cooling uh, off here in Fresno. It's done, it's only 91 today. Well, then, oh. then you're going to have to go last, Hawk. I think I think <laughs> that's enough. that's the situation, and you know. We, we we are such a polite right, We've eliminated group. me, so. I know, we've clearly eliminated you. So it's those of us left in 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 uh, in, in in Gotham. I'm going to take myself out because we got two people in Queens. So you all are going to, you're going to have to yeah, take it out. Yeah, mm-hmm. All right, well, the, but, 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 I mean, I've got, I've got my poor, he will know his poor, but I, I, who, who should go first, Beer Wonder? Oh my God. Who should I, go I, first? Again, again, you y'all are in Queens. I'm gonna let you find it out. There's the te- you could do a tennis match. The open oh, is happening in no, your I'm borough. the only I'm the only one in Queens. Well, actually, oh. I'm at the border of Queens and uh, Kings. I'm I'm the Kings oh. and the Queens. I'm in uh, Bushwick, well, which is right on the border oh. there. Well, then, John, it does seem that since you yeah, are straddling the Great Divide. <laughs> It would only be polite if you went first. Yeah. All right. well, yes. Also, also, he's our guest. Our guests go first. Yes. So, yes. There you go. yes. What, what, well, what do you have, John? Well, I appreciate that. I have a uh, a classic. It might be a little cliche at this point, but uh, I have a I have a Guinness. Uh, Guinness. Oh, draft. good choice. Well, nice. look at that. And honestly, a beer the beer that should not be knocked. No. Never. Never. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh my goodness! <laughs> that that beer was ready for you, my friend. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, wow! This is, this is a always oh, yes. proper glassware. Yeah, that is that perfect, beautiful, dark colored Guinness that you want with that lovely caramel head. Oh, and it looks so good in that glass. It yeah, really that is. perfect pour. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Good job, John. Thank you very much. So it's like it's, it's like you might be a professional or something. I don't know. Or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, with, with, with all this geographical confusion, I forgot what order we were we were talking. Uh, go I'm ahead, just going to let Beer Wonder decide. Oh, you think I should? Is it, well, we yeah. decided that Huck is that Huck is last. Well, yes, we he, did because he's got because it's cold where he is, yeah, relatively speaking. Uh, so, hey, uh, Captain, why don't you go next? Sure. Well, uh, I have a sponsored core. That's no right, I sp- way. I do. I do. I have a sponsored four from the Beer and Cheese Collective. You know, it's funny when I was uh, over there the other day talking to the provider. And and she was looking for various things, and and there were a few that I was like, I think we've had that one, or it turned out to be wrong. But fortunately, she gave me ones that we haven't had on the show before, and she gave me this lovely beer from Timber Ales Ooh. called uh, Palette Brulee. Oh, Brulee, Brulee Brew Couché. Yes, it's a, it is a snack sized stout conditioned on coconut and coffee. Oh no! Did they did they take the hot poker and put it in it? Because we know we have had some brulee. Well, yeah, right. I don't know. I don't know if it's that kind of brulee, but it would, it would be great to do a brulee with a brulee beer. It, it right, feels that's meta. Here we are. Oh wow! I mean, it's a dark beer, which was what that's we expected. Some nice darkness coming up. Snack sized. Yep. Get the whole thing in there. <laughs> Snack sized. Yeah, it is. It's a twelve ouncer. <laughs> so uh, there we go. It was on the can, wasn't it? Or... It was. It says snack size. Oh, here we yeah. go. Look at the title in there. Timber, as timber, that's a New York brewery, New York State. 
It is. I'm not sure exactly where it's located, but it is a New York State brewery. Got it. All right, uh, beer wonder. I guess. I guess by by order of elimination, you would you would be next. Yeah, by process of elimination. Well, this is going to be shocking to everyone as well because to, I, 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 I just play this out. Sponsored for. That right. one, yes. <laughs> yep, that one. I have a sponsor for this week as well from our dear friends at the Beer and Cheese Collective. Uh, this one is from Austining, New York, so we're keeping it in uh, New York region, uh, our local area. And this is from Sing Sing Kill Brewery. This is their Pride Rye It, which is their rye IPA. It's supposed nice. to be hazy and juicy. Uh, bright. It's the can art is is bright pink with the pride flag on it. It's uh, it's a beautiful little can here. Um, and uh, the internet says great things about it. Also, of course, um, this uh, is one of the beers that was made uh, in support of uh, the Austining uh, LGBTQ Alliance. So cheers to that. We love a beer that gives back, as always. And let's see how that this one pours. Okay. Yeah, you may remember uh, a couple weeks ago, a couple months, I don't know when it was, but I had that. Oh, very nice. That looks great. Yeah, this is uh, this one. is one of those special beers that you can probably only get locally at the Beer and Cheese Collective because this is uh, another one of those beers that uh, Rick White threw in his trunk when he was on vacation. They don't yeah, actually a, distribute here. A dark beer. That What is it? It Amber is. Ale? It's a rye IPA. Rye IPA. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. So it's... Yep, I'm excited about it. It already smells nice and juicy on the nose, so it should be a good one. Very good. Well, All right, my continuing finally your quest. In, in the Arctic tundra that is Fresno, California. <laughs> and my quest to bring new breweries to this podcast, this is from Chapman. Crafted Brews. Ooh. It's a pills. Chapman Crafted Pills uh, out of Orange, California. All right. Very good. And uh, a nice pills glass here. Going. Nook to saying, I was looking at our uh, spreadsheet the other day, and you have, you have, I think you've, you, you've, you've, it's still, still have obviously have more New York breweries, but California, I think we're up to like almost 40, uh, wow. 40, maybe more California breweries since you moved out there. Oh, that's, now, that look, that's lovely. That's a pill. That looks so clear. Yeah. I feel yeah. like I can see it straight through it. That we're seems like a perfect pills today. right there. Mm-hmm. It's like a see through scarecrow because <laughs> it's straw colored. All right. Oh, I almost dumped it. All right. Don't do that. No, no, no. no. Alcohol abuse. All right. Cheers, Beer Avengers. <laughs> cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers, gentlemen. Never disappoints. Oh. Well, that is very cream boulet-ish. Is the Guinness doing what it needs to, John? Always. Always. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, what's what's everyone's take on Guinness out of a bottle versus Guinness out of a can with a little widget that they have in there versus Guinness on draft? You know, I will I best. will actually I'll I'll go first. Uh, I feel yeah, I feel normally the bottles uh, I enjoy better uh, with Guinness specifically. I wanted it out of a can. I just couldn't find mm. one today um, for gotcha. for this episode uh, because I feel the widget gives a little bit of that. Um, the reminiscence of the uh, the nitro pour that you mm-hmm. get from uh, what Guinness really should be is out of uh, you know out of a, a pour out of a draft. Yeah, yeah, the yeah that's is, my... is pretty cool. Uh, preferably out of a draft in uh, Ireland. Yes. Ah, yes. So it's location specific. Understood. Yeah, uh, yeah New York just brewed differently here. I think. Yeah, New York has a couple of places that really pride themselves on on trying to get the best uh, American uh, pours of Guinness. Um, I've never seen another city 
uh, that does that. Um, and there's about like that I know about a handful uh, to like a dozen. Um, and I'm sure there's many more because it's New York City and I don't know all the bars right. yet. Uh, but yet. Uh, <laughs> but there's Something a couple. Something to strive for. Yeah. But other, other than that, really, Ireland is the is the place to have a, a good uh, sometimes even a super chilled uh, Guinness if you find oh. the right pub. Yeah. Mm. Not to put you on the spot if you don't remember, but can you name some of those locations? Of uh, New York, yes. Um, uh, yeah, New York, where they, where they, where you can get it. Um, Puck Fair, uh, uh, Ulysses oh, yeah. is the first one that I really knew because um, uh, I, I worked for the owners in a different uh, uh, location, and and they were oh. super. Two of two of the three are are from Dublin proper, and uh, really into it. Um, those are the two that I know right offhand, and uh, there's another one that I just uh, recently came into contact with. Oh, uh, uh, White uh, White Horse Tavern in the financial district, oh. actually, oh. for all wow. the bland beers they have the one thing they really pride on is is their guinness um and uh that last one is eluding me unfortunately but yeah there's that that's I, a I, couple for you yeah well, i know i'm glad i'm glad to have them because i uh sometimes i feel like uh since i started getting more into craft beer that my palate has sort of moved past guinness some of the time i still enjoy it a lot of times but i don't like it as much as i used to and maybe i'm not getting the right places so i'm gonna i'm gonna start mm. checking some of those out it does make a difference it really does and obviously yeah. uh ireland's gonna be better than anything in new york yeah yeah we got these uh, i think i had it on the show maybe the california can of guinness or i just i just talked about it they they brew it's brewed, brewed in ireland but they're brewed for the state so there's actually this california yeah uh, seal on it and they're the nitro can pours. They're pretty good. I and mean, my, it's my go-to at a couple of bars where the beers are questionable. Yeah. Yeah. You know, where I have to go for the Guinness. Yeah. Fun thing about Guinness is they actually uh, historically would brew different types of their draft uh, and then into like the uh, extra draft and then foreign extra all specifically mm -hmm. so that they could be um, transported to different distances because right. they realize mm -hmm. how fickle it is. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm getting a little more info here on Timber Ales. Uh, we were kind of right about the New York connection. It says they were they they call, consider themselves to be based out of New York, but they're brewed in North Haven, Connecticut, which I, I have a feeling that means they're they're twelve percent. Uh, because I mean I, I, I don't see them twelve percent listed on the can, but this is also I'm not I don't have my my new reading glasses, and uh, if it is they, I don't, but yeah, it's, if, I'm, if it's not at twelve percent, it's probably very near twelve percent, possibly even distributed by them. Uh, but yeah, right. so a nomadic brewery is what they call themselves. Oh, capital yes. N. <laughs> mm. That's uh, a good one. Which I I, I think that, no, I, I usually use say contract brewers, but I think nomadic breweries. I think that's actually a good replacement for Gypsy. Yeah, it has a nice mm. ring to it. I, nomadic it me, is nice. Yeah, yeah, it gives yeah. me the sense of that that they're they're very much on a quest. They're well, moving. They have their own brewery. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yep. Well, this uh, Chapman Pills is right on the right on the spot, and when the, when something's called a pills like that, you yeah, beer beer historians mm -hmm. here know that that mm -hmm. means it's, it's with German style, right? Yes, this is made with uh, German Pilsner malt, spalt, and saz hops. I don't know spalt Oof. hops. I haven't, I haven't heard of that. I, I don't know. That's a new one. I, I don't know if it's the spalt, but I get a real like especially uh, effervescent bitterness on the finish. Oh, that's neat. Yeah, it's just got it's right. It pops on the finish, but otherwise it's. Just right on, like as if we were in Munich. Yeah, it's a real nice pour. Nice beer. We do, we'd love a beer done correctly. Well, I will say that this Rye IPA, or this Rye, or this Pride Riot, Riot, like Riot, like, you know, throwing a brick. 
uh, but with rye, uh, is definitely, they, I, I was reading about it and they were very, very intent on making sure we understood the pun, um, but is from, um, is from uh, Sing Sing Kill, um, and they are one of our lovely New York State farm breweries, um, meaning that they are relying primarily on local ingredients, specifically for their malt and hops. Um, they exceed the mineral requirement with every batch brewed. I forget what it's up to at this point, but it's got to be getting close to 100%. But apparently most of the batches and most styles achieve about 100%. They also take a sustainability promise on their website, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, so they do locally sourced energy, locally sourced equipment, and have intense water conservation, as well as they list a number of different um energy efficiencies that they do uh beer takes a lot of water and i think we often forget about how much water is used so it's cool that they're putting a focus on this but it's got all the juiciness that you'd want from a nice ipa with all the bite you'd want from a rye so it is doing exactly what you'd want i would definitely say this is a riot in my mouth hello very good there you go Yes, and yeah, see, now I'm just thinking Pussy Riot, but that's a whole other thing. Well, look, it feels <laughs> like it fits, you know? I mean, it's there's a lot going on with this can, but yeah, all, all it's kinds good of sexual to fit a Pussy Riot in your mouth. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Well, you know, if that's your thing, I'm not going to yes, be up to yes. young, but like, you know. No, no. I, no, I guess, yes. That's, see, that, that, uh, we also need to earn our explicit rating, so thank you, Kevin. Fuck yeah, we do, yeah. Uh, <laughs> there we go. Or, or, or should I say, oh, fuck yeah, my dude. Um, <laughs> into it very sexy there we go uh, but yeah so i i, I do did want to read the rest of the description of timber ales a nomadic oh, nice. brewery focused on dark liquids Ooh. so that's specifically a, a dark dark brewery this one it's interesting it's uh it says coconut and coffee uh oh. I, I definitely if it's coffee the co- it's definitely coffee with a lot of sugar because it's got a very sweet flavor to it it really does have that kind of creme brulee thing going so much so that it's it's uh i'm tasting a little bit of the coconut but it's overpowering it but it's uh it's a, it's a very delicious beer that's right what on. you want from a brulee now having had a brulee beer and of course if you are a listener you will have heard about our adventures in bruleeing and if you are on the tiktoks with us which is where all the cool kids are right you will have seen the bruleeing captain how do you feel this beer would fare if it were poked with a hot poker for a long period of time I, well, it's, it wasn't, doesn't do it for a long period of time. Uh, well, just it's as long as you're going to melt the glass. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the whole I, uh, thing just shatters in front yeah. of you. Yeah, honestly, I feel like uh, this one, just that extra little bit of warmth, even though it just sort of brings it down to cask temperature, I'd be very yeah. curious to taste that. And uh, I'd really love to see what kind of foam it would produce. Uh, that brulee, that, that, you know, that the way it, 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 it mirrors the whole creme brulee, the, 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 the hardened top of it with that yeah. really thick uh, foam that the heat brings it. So yeah, I would, uh, I, I, I don't know if I'd invest in my own brulee to do that or actually it's a different, what, what wasn't, wasn't there a name for that, that poker specifically? Yeah, I, there was. I mean, and, I don't and, know, but we do have an alcohol professional with us. So perhaps, uh, perhaps we can get some insight from. Have you ever heard of brulee beer, John? Uh, I, I have, but um, okay. uh, what I'm more thinking of is just a blowtorch. So I don't think I, I'm, I'm yeah, on the right track. Well, uh, well, there was a blowtorch involved, right? That was used to heat up, heat the, up poker. the poker, right? <laughs> exactly. Yes. So, you're, so you actually are a hundred percent in the ballpark. <laughs> and this is something they were doing at Grim Ales out in uh, in Brooklyn, Brooklyn. yeah. Cool. But yeah, that that would be definitely something worth checking out. I'd, I'd love to see it. Well, this is something again for future beer adventure adventuring. I think we should uh, keep this one on the list. Perhaps yes. we can do some research I on behalf of our, our our dear following. 
Well, all right. So we've we've got our pores. We we've gotten these descriptions out, uh, and we do have a guest who's here for the first time. Oh boy! So uh, you know, oh, we'd no. like to know a little bit more about oh brother know, how he came to 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 be the beer drinker that he is. How oh, you boy. know how Guinness fits into uh, what we might call his uh, origin story. Origin story. Yeah, it's time for John L. Peacock's origin story. Uh, I haven't heard that in, in, in far too long. It's wonderful. I was to, thinking yeah. the same yeah. thing. It warms my heart in certain ways. Yeah. So, so John, uh, where did where did your beer journey begin? Uh, well, that's a that's an interesting uh, that's an interesting interesting question. So, um, it's a it's a little uh, bit of a wandering, a little bit of okay. a uh, nomadic journey, if you will. Uh-huh. Uh in very early on in i believe middle school uh my older brother who was in his um maybe 30s at the time um uh said hey you want to drink of this and i said oh, okay not knowing what it was and it was definitely something on the lower end of a bad american um uh cheap beer um mm. natty uh light is what comes uh to oh, yeah. to uh, mind uh though i never found out exactly what that one was and it was disgusting. It was terrible. Um, and I went to my mom and I said, uh, Mom, uh, yeah, I, I didn't even think that I was writing him out, but I was. Uh, Alan just gave me a drink of his beer and I realized something. I hated it. It was terrible. And she's like, great. Uh, so I thought that's what beer tasted like. And uh, for a while, when I was going through my early drinking phases, I would only drink cocktails uh, because I was like, oh, uh, beer is just that's what beer is. And beer is just nasty um, or natty, if you will. Uh, mm. It wasn't until around the time shortly after college, um, I'd, I, I'm skipping over a bit because there was the era of uh, keg stands and um Drinking sure. that said Natty Light um, and thinking that, again, or the Milwaukee Beast, uh, uh, thinking, again, that's the only thing that beer tastes like, so might as well buy the cheapest of the cheap. Um, and then uh, I went to Europe with some uh, dear friends of mine for a couple of months, and one of the first places we went was uh, Dublin, and I mm. discovered a good-tasting beer, and it happened to be Guinness. Um, and that was the real beginning. That was the real origin of me as a beer drinker, um, throughout the, uh, that was one of the first uh, places we were in three months. So we went to many wonderful places, uh, Germany, especially, uh, Belgium, um, just all throughout that had different beers, uh, that you could get in the United States, but I wasn't aware of, uh, many that you couldn't get in the United States and just, just different styles, different flavors, um, uh, there's a German saying of, um, it's like, uh, angel pissed in your mouth. Uh, now that's specifically <laughs> about wine, but I feel it was kind of, a, okay. I felt an yeah. angel pissed in my mouth for the very first time out in Europe. Wow. Oh, that, that's, uh, th- that, uh, that's very complicated. Lots of things there, happen. There... <laughs> yes. We got the pussy right. We got the angels. Yeah. It's, it's interesting that the, uh, the Europeans, uh, there all, all, it does seem to be. I guess when you when someone discovers fermentation, it really probably does feel like something truly divine. Because that also makes me think about how the uh, oh, what's the uh, what's the the whiskey out of Dublin? Uh, Angel, is it uh, no out of Dublin? Um, J- yeah, Jameson. Uh, oh, that yeah, one. Jameson. Right. They, they also make Powers and they make some other ones. So I went to their distillery, and that was the first time I'd ever learned about Angel Share. Uh, hmm. the, the the idea that when, with an aged uh, 
when you age a whiskey long enough that the level goes down and the idea that that's what the angels are taking of it. And that's the angel share. Well, Very and good. lest we forget, God is good. That was how we thought we were brewing beer, that it was divinely inspired to make Oh, sure. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a sip, sipping a little uh, Jesus there. The gift of the angels. What, what, wasn't that the Franciscans? Uh, God bless the Franciscans. Yep. Yeah, we, 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 we love we love them. We love all of our brewing culture. In fact, you know, I think the first person who ever drank a beer, they thought they were seeing God, which aren't we all? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, back back to uh, back to yes. Europe. We've diverted back uh, away very from Very religious on the show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, uh, we're gonna lose our explicit rating. Oh Do no! <laughs> it's it's like a it's a level. It goes up and down, and we're now going away from the explicit rating, unfortunately. Um, yeah. So uh, going to the Guinness, uh, I believe they call it the storehouse um, uh, for mm. that that first trip. Uh, since I've. Uh, uh, been to Europe that first time. I've been back a number of times, been to Dublin a number of times. And I know uh, because I see it. And even when I talk about it, I, I understand it's so touristy uh, as one who somewhat deals in um, the industry of tourism. Uh, it is such a touristic uh, 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 monument of Dublin. It's probably the biggest one, it, uh, you know, in the Jameson factory, which isn't even, uh, uh, the, it's not even the distillery anymore. Um, they they right. moved it out. It's to a I museum. Believe, yeah. yeah, it's just a museum. But those, I see those as just like the um, epicenter of tourism in, in Dublin. And I don't even care. Um, I, I love the fact that it's kind of shaped like a, a, a pint glass of the nine floors going up uh, slightly wider. Yep. Each one, uh, there's a waterfall in it, like uh, uh, Willy Wonka's factory. Um, it's such a fun place. Yeah. It's it really such is. a fun place. And the top is clear, just like the top of a pint glass would be so that you could see over most of Dublin uh, 360 degrees. So great view. Yeah, uh, it was it was a, a, a eye opening uh, moment for me. And uh, since I've um, I, I don't super collect, uh, but I have a shirt that I have lovely worn out so much. That is my night shirt. That is Guinness. Uh, mm-hmm. I had underwear at one point. I still have some flip flops. Uh, I am a, a Guinness <laughs> uh, fan because I feel it was the beer that brought me in. Uh, and since I, I don't drink it so much these days, uh, especially because I know how much better it is out in Ireland. Um, if I'm there, I'm, I'm drinking Guinness in, in, a, in a local pub. But here, I'm usually drinking something else, and I'm usually enjoying it more than I do enjoy uh, Guinness out here, just because the flavor, as we talked about, is is different. Mm-hmm. Um, it's mm-hmm. a little finicky. Uh, it's a fickle, fickle beast. Uh, so I've, my palate has um, uh, widened in so many ways, but I feel that Guinness was, in so many ways, the origin of my being a, a an enjoyer of beer that led into a connoisseur. Uh-huh. And, uh, and so how, how is that sort of, uh, morphed into like the world of, of craft beer? Mm-hmm. Well, that is it. So learning, uh, about beer on my travels, um, especially with my, my partner, whenever she and I travel, one of the biggest things we do is go to any place that's selling any kind of craft beer and finding the local one that we don't see anywhere else. Um, and that's a big fun thing, um, uh, that has actually added to, uh, traveling in general it's like oh okay something we're going to do that has nothing to do with uh why we're there or any uh you know um thing we're seeing any sites any any tourist stuff is just finding a place that uh, a store that will sell uh, a craft beer that is local enough 
and usually if we can uh drinking some there and then grabbing uh some to bring back to new york and so um the travels has been a big thing the influence on on um experiencing craft beers in so many different ways because you only get so many craft beers in new york and you get a lot you get a whole mm-hmm. lot more than most other places but you only get so many and i love the, going to the locals and finding what the locals are doing oh yeah that's always fun mm-hmm. we did a, something similar when we went to munich the last night we were there because we were on a pretty not traditional i would say beer tour where we but it was pretty you know, curated yeah it was curated and we drank a lot of the the you know the classic German beers. Yes. And uh, the last night we found, we knew there's this pub a mile away and we, we walked to it and it was a craft beer bar. It was just like, it was like pony bar or blind tiger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was like, Oh, what is this? And there were, there were like 10 different breweries on the, on the list that were German yeah. that were making IPAs that were making sours and yeah. they were doing modern craft beers. I was like, where is this on our tour? Right. You know, but so that's a great thing to do. Is to yeah, I, I think places. even the name of the bar was in English. Yep. Yes, it was. Yeah, and German well, IPAs—that's something I've, I haven't really come across too much. How are they? They were fine. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, they do. Yeah, they do they other not. beers much better. <laughs> yes, I was. Ha- I was really. I mean, ironically, the last beer that I drank was an IPA. The last beer I drank when we were in Germany was an IPA. Um, and I. Uh, and it was. It was a lovely IPA. It was totally fine. But again, the beers that we had earlier on the tour at some of those locations definitely blew it out of the water. Yeah. As it should, As if, it if should. the Germans are not are not making their their styles perfectly, so we were doing something wrong here. Right. It was called Tap House. Yeah, that's right, <laughs> right. Tap House. <laughs> so, yeah. so w- when did you start uh, working as a bartender? Uh, pretty early on, uh, uh, serving and bartending is uh, some of my early adult um, adulthood jobs. Um, I I started with serving, uh, got into wine quite a bit. And the first bartending mm. job was a wine bar. Um, oh. We had a couple of beers on tap, but it was uh, you could buy uh, bottles and uh, for retail or for I think it was a five dollar corking fee. Uh, have the wine there, and so it was. Um, it was my first real big experience into uh, the bartending um, uh, world, and even mm. so, that um, the owner was paying for me to get uh, sommelier lessons. Um, oh, wow. And I was going on track towards that. So I, beca- I again, the my beer venture has been uh, very, uh, 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 su- uh, what is it? Uh, circumventing? Su- super- I'm, I'm thinking sur- serpentine sur- with that gesture you're making with your head. But circuitous. circuitous. That's, that's yeah. The word. yeah. I think that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> I think I was, uh, 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 circuitous and serpentine was the, the word I was actually looking for, the combination of the two, which doesn't exist. So, yes. yes uh, uh, I was almost a sommelier before moving out to New York, and then I was like, "Oh, I'll still pursue it." Oh, wait, no, I have to start from scratch. Never mind, and I have to pay for it. Oh, no, I'm good. Oh, <laughs> Tough town. So yeah, uh, since then I uh, in New York bartended a uh, couple of places with great cocktails, a great uh, jazz bar, um, uh, Zinc Jazz Bar, a, a nice uh, um, uh, classic staple in the uh, West Village. Um, a couple of wine and, and beer places uh, as well. And that's where I'm at currently is a, a, a cinema uh, that has mm. a wine and beer bar. You know, I haven't been to the quad in a while, but I don't I don't associate that with uh, with beer. Uh, do you know how long that's been happening? I do, because Over I'm there? one of the first bartenders there. So they had a huge ah. renovation and reopened in 2017. And that's when okay. the, the, the uh, bar came in and. uh yeah, uh, so it's it's relatively new. It's also you can't we can't advertise outside. Oh, uh, 
I'm not advertising anything. Uh, we can't advertise oh. outside of the quad because of the peop- the co-op of the building that we're a part of. Um, the only uh-huh. way we were allowed to create the bar for the cinema was to, to have it purely in-house. So there's no um, signage outside. The doors aren't open directly to the bar. Um, so it is relatively unknown. Even if you go to quad these days, you might, you, you, if you blink, you'll miss it. Oh, wow. Can you go, uh, I'm sorry. Can you go, uh, without seeing a film? You can. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I have a couple of, uh, regulars who, who do that, who come by and, and just, uh, you know, have a, have a drink and a chat. Love for the it. record, so John doesn't get in trouble here. Uh, this the quad is giving us no remuneration for talking about them here. This is not advertising. Is, is, that, is that enough? Yeah, yeah. It's just it's <laughs> talking cool. about my life. I'm just talking about my life. Yes, well, yeah, it's, podcast... it's your it's it's your thing that I don't want to trigger because I'm not going to say it. But you know the 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 story. Right. Yeah. Yes. Well, that yeah. we're telling. It's the right story. Now, yes. That's yeah, part, telling, of, part yes. of your story. Yes. How I'm an you original, the... right? Oh, you are story. <laughs> This was the analog trigger. Analog trigger. You got to be careful there. So that's interesting. Now, the idea of that of that bar starting in 2017 were there specific laws? Because we've talked a little bit about it. Now you've you've told mm-hmm. me some about it before. I get I get confused about which one started when. But was part of the reason that they had the bar was because the idea of having uh, bars associated with movie theaters those rules had changed a little. They hadn't. Uh, there, uh, it was becoming more friendly uh, in the state of New York for um, uh, cinemas to have. Basically, we were allowed to have a license, um, which was relatively new. Um, I would say in the mm. past ten years ish, um, and that's how Alamo Draft House and other other such uh, Nighthawk and others that um, yeah, Nighthawk in, were kind of the they were basically the pioneers. They for the were, thing in New York, yeah, for they? sure, yeah. yeah. Um, um, but that opened the way for uh, Alamo to come in from from Texas, but. Uh, that allowed yeah, they made not they made night huck do all the heavy lifting is like oh now that you're friendly for us now we'll move to new york yeah exactly <laughs> we were just biding our time uh but uh so it that that but uh the full legalization of having the alcohol inside of the cinema in in the theaters themselves is relatively new beyond it, it's newer than our bar uh, so nighthawk and alamo had to have a second this is so like uh inside baseball but they had to have a second license just for we're the all about inside baseball here okay <laughs> good <laughs> yeah they had we're, to have a second podcast license, about beer you know <laughs> which is so um uh, uh financially uh unstable like that's why both of them were full like uh restaurants inside of the cinema mm-hmm. they're like if we're going to do it we have to make money from it and it's hard to make money having to pay for two licenses every single month um and so that's why no other cinema was really allowing uh, beer or wine or or whatever the uh, liquor they were selling to go into the theaters themselves until about four ish years ago, right before uh, the pandemic shutdown. Um, New York switched that over so that if you had one license, anything you were selling on on site, you could sell um, at your bar area at the uh, concession stands and it could be taken into the uh, theaters themselves. So New York is, is finally slowly catching up to again, Europe, which has been selling uh, yeah. alcohol for their cinemas for decades. <laughs> yes. Well, I remember that was uh, heavily featured in Pulp Fiction. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and talking about how, uh, what was the lines like, it's not in a paper cup. You can get a glass of beer. <laughs> yeah. 
we still have the paper cups. You. <laughs> you do, yes. You're, you're, yeah. But, but still, it's it's, it's progress. It's improvement. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Some of the other. I mean, I think I think there's the quad. Now they have some beer that you can get at the concession stand. Yeah. yeah anything a, that's not on yeah. the draft. Um, obviously, we have mm-hmm. uh, we have six pours. Uh, one is not being used, so we have five uh, five uh, uh, taps right now. Um, and obviously we can't take that out to the concessions, but any of the, uh, the bottled or the canned beers, uh, is also available on, at, at the concession. So you can get your popcorn, your, um, Twizzlers, <laughs> whatever. And yeah, uh, milk duds and milk duds and some, and a nice Montauk. Oh, that's, a, that's perfect. Yes. I, uh, so and, I, and, I, that, and I do, I do uh, own stock in them, but I, I, they didn't pay you to do that. So that's fine. Or in, so, so yes. So now as a professional here, I, I would love a pairing recommendation. For your 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 theater candy, and your beer. Oh yeah, and a popcorn. Uh, oh popcorn well, popcorn or something. It's it's going to be the popcorn, popcorn, and okay. for me, um, it uh, one of my favorites on on draft is our uh, Keg and Lantern, uh, nice little oh, okay. uh, brewery outside of uh, out of in uh, Greenpoint, uh, Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Um, that we have an unfiltered uh, pale ale. Um, so it's a hazy, hazy pail and it's, uh, really goes great with, uh, unbuttered salted popcorn. Um, speaking my language with the unbuttered, unbuttered part of that. Oh, yeah. So, uh, I, I had to make a, that specific because, uh, I'm, I'm yeah. personally not my thing, uh, buttered popcorn. Yeah. Yeah. Bold. It's a, that, that, that is a bold stance and I appreciate oh, yeah. that. I, uh, I, I never have buttered popcorn at home, but in movie theaters, I usually do. I you know I, I I don't know why that is maybe because I I just I I make very good popcorn I put salt and pepper on mine and at uh, home I grow and, good pepper as well yeah 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 I, it was it was something I read years ago and uh, it was one of those uh, desert island things in the Village Voice they were like interviewing chefs about how what what you know what food you would have on the desert island or what, like last meal kind of a thing yeah and one of the chefs said. Uh, um, popcorn with salt and fresh ground black pepper and i tried it shortly thereafter and uh, that's how i always make it now nice so as as someone who works you know in a in a bar and if you're sort of exploring places i'm curious if if being a bartender and when working behind the bar kind of colors your ability to enjoy drinking environments or how do you how do you take yourself around as you're exploring in craft beer is there a way to turn that off talk to us about that uh, in some ways, there is. Uh, usually, when I'm um, at a bar, I'm I'm not uh, too picky. Uh, okay. Many times, I'll go for um, a beer and a shot, um, a boiler maker, if you will, um, okay. uh, just be- because I know it's going to be much easier for the bartender than um, a Cosmo or sure. Long Island iced tea or or uh, an espresso martini. Espresso martini or pisco sour. Ooh, that one at the jazz bar. Ah, whenever the Brazilian band played, they always had so many pisco sours, and just the Mm. it's the it's the egg yolk, uh, uh, not the yolk, the egg whites, and uh, 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 just covered in it by the end. It was just terrible. Um, So I I find myself um, going a little bit more um, easy, uh, uh, quick pour, quick. you know, um, two seconds for the bartender and then they can get to someone else, especially if they're busy. Um, but also, uh, I think this is from my serving days more than anything. I find myself bussing my table and my oh. friends, uh, glasses and bringing them up to the bar, basically 
like um uh, obsessively without thinking about it it's just like it's it's by road it's like okay that one's done do, 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 do. and the bartender always like oh hey th- thanks for that again cool uh, sometimes it, usually not weirded out uh just thankful but every once in a while when i do it over and over and over again they're like you know we have a bus boy right uh we have a bus <laughs> Well, I mean, some craft beer bars have minimal staff. So, like, for instance, whenever we're like in, yeah. the, in the garden at the Beer and Cheese Collective, I always do that because really the only thing there in the backyard there is to bring you food. Uh, and so, yeah. you know, if no one is out there ordering food, your stuff could be like sitting there for an hour. Yeah. Especially uh, if it's a day, 90 degree day. I find if I'm uh, just with one or two friends, uh, we belly up to the bar and that uh, takes care of itself. Um, but if we're outside for any reason or if we're at a, a corner table, that I know the bartender is not going to get to it, it without even thinking about it. I just find myself um, always getting those glasses back because uh, at, the, at the quad, it's a very small uh, bar and I run out of especially wine glasses super quick if uh, yeah. it's busy and people are not, you know, bringing those glasses up. So it's just, uh, it's, you know, it's just ingrained in me. I'm, I've, I've been, ta- I've been trained well by the, uh, the managers of the world. Yeah. Professional courtesy for yeah. sure. Yeah. Well, and as someone who has sort of a, a wide variety, a wide array of different, you know, sort of beers at your disposal, it sounds like that you're that you're responsible for talking about and knowing. How has that affected your sort of flavor profile? Are there specific t- styles of beer that really are exciting for you, or things that you like have discovered because of your location? Well, um, I I hate to disappoint you there, beer wonder, but um, <laughs> I found that I really like the dark beers. More than right. the IPAs, uh, I, I do like hops. That is a, a newer flavor uh, palette of mine. Um, I'm not su- uh, into the super hop. Uh, the, speaking of the Montauk, it's um, it's a it's a really kicky in the face uh, West Coast style uh, IPA. It's the and wave I've chaser, just, right? The wave chaser. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm personally not a fan of it. I know anyone who was like, "Hey, you got something real hoppy?" I was like, "I got something for you." Trust me, buddy. Yeah. Uh, but I wouldn't find myself uh, just just sipping on that. Um, basically ever unless it was just given to me or like you know uh so yeah if if i had my choice i like to go for the darker i like to go for the higher octane uh the imperial mm-hmm. stouts are big uh big ones uh for me and my and my partner uh, porters imperial porters uh that creme brulee is uh is is sounding very tasty to me uh yeah they're uh captain so uh yeah that's i found my myself going to the dark side now I, I know. In addition to the dark side, I know that you and uh, your partner have a have a, a annual ritual involving pumpkin beers. Oh yeah, it seems like a good time of year to bring this up. Yeah, tis the season. Tis yeah, the season. We're there. I think we are on our tenth annual pumpkin beer tasting festival. Oh, tenth annual, and and anytime oh, we talk gosh. to people who don't know about it, they're like. So who's putting this on? How can we buy tickets? We're like, it's the two of us, and you can't. It's just us. <laughs> <laughs> we for about I was two months. Say, I want to be invited. Yeah, yeah. unfortunately, no, not going to happen. Um, well, I don't know. We might open it up for the tenth annual. It is a big, uh, big uh, ceremony on that one. Um, That's true. Big anniversary. But uh, what we do is for about two months, starting around now, up until okay. towards the end of October, uh, we uh, collect any of the uh, pumpkin beers that are starting to pop up in the different uh, bodegas and local grocery stores around New York and outside, especially if we travel. That's another thing. Like if we're traveling in these months, we are definitely grabbing anything we can that we won't be able to find back in New York. Uh, Mm. At least two cans or bottles of each. 
uh, because mm. we have an initial round, uh, several nights of, especially if we have a good collection that we've gathered over those two months, up to three different nights. Uh, and the winner of each of those nights will go into a final round. Um, oh. And uh, so we have up to four uh, and, you know, it could be even more uh, this year. If we get a whole lot, we might have a full five night uh, festival of uh, pumpkin beer blind tasting. So one will pour uh -huh. um, with the little note sticky notes on the bottom of the um, solo cups so that they are all uniform. Uh, uh -huh. And the other will switch around without seeing what is what. Uh, so it's a double blind mm -hmm. taste test. Mm hmm. And my understanding is this good. is why you don't include really the dark ones, dark pumpkin ales, because you could just tell right away. Unless you did it with like a lid on it or something, you, you even then, I, I, I think I'd, I'd, I'd have I'd have a pretty easy time picking out a warlock. Yeah, well, it'd be a, a, a separate category. It has to be pumpkin stouts. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, we uh, what we do bring in every once in a while, and it's kind of cheating because uh, they never they've never moved on, even if they're delicious or the ciders. Uh, the pumpkin yeah. ciders that come around. Yeah. Um, but the, uh, you know, um, Captain, you say that, but. Uh, it's like my favorite cider is a pumpkin cider. Which one? Uh, down East. Oh, yeah. Oh, recently. fantastic. Yeah, oh, we love one. Down East. All, all their ciders are, are fantastic, but their pumpkins uh, can't be beat. Um, the Warlock is one of the only um, pumpkin stouts that we've come across. And I know you've, mm. you've actually mentioned uh, some wonderful ones that, that you've had. Uh, but we can't find them. Um, so yeah. uh, I mean, we I might bring in more. This, just this afternoon, I ordered one from. Um, I've been I've been filling my uh, Tavor crate again, uh, and uh, I ordered one from Urban Chestnut. Uh, ah. It's called Count Orlock Black Pumpkin Ale. Where's so, that out of? Uh, it's out of St. Louis, Missouri. Nice, nice. Yeah, so we uh, love got, our got, warlock. Got a little picture of uh, Giuliani. I mean uh, Nosferatu on the uh, on the bottle. Right. On the <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we yeah. we love our warlock, but we never bred it in for two reasons: one, because we'd be able to tell, and two, we fear that it would just win almost every year. It's it's the best. Well, yeah. So I gotta know what have some of you because we we've had some discussion on this beer cast of pumpkin beers, and there there is mixed feelings amongst our crew on them. So like, what are what are your conversion pumpkin beers? What are the ones that you change people with? And what are some of the winners from past years that you want to like call out? Yes. Uh, the, Besides the warlock, of course. The the one the the only the top of the top the the pumpkin. Okay. Is uh, is usually the winner. It always it just goes straight to the final round um, because. No uh, kidding. Yeah. Um, it is a fantastic. We also love our higher octane. Uh, of the not so high octane, um, uh, shipyard always. Uh, okay. it, it's it's amazing because we love shipyard by itself. We we think it's a fantastic Millennial, pumpkin yeah. beer, but sometimes in uh, the contest with the others, it just we're like oh, it kind of tastes beery. But by hmm. itself, it tastes like a great pumpkin beer. So that's a fun one that uh, I would not recommend to put into a festival, but just to have uh, on its on its own. Uh, um, I but, really have the uh, smashed pumpkin. Yeah, well, that's smashed, smashed pumpkin, another smashed, high Yeah, and the deal is like yeah, that one is is from Shipyard, but it, that's exactly the one I was thinking of too, Huck. Uh, yeah. yeah, because it's Imperial, it's from Shipyard, and it, yeah, there's a lot more flavor to it than the the regular Shipyard. Right, the pumpkin yeah. head, I think they call it. The yeah. Uh, the pumpkin head and yeah, and the uh, and the smash pumpkin, um, uh, the leaf pile. I forget who that's by. Oh, oh yeah, that's uh, a good one. Greenport, Greenport Harbor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Blue Point also has a good one. Sometimes it's it's okay. Sometimes it's fantastic. Sometimes it comes in number two in the final round. Oh wow! Um, which is is surprising to us. Um, 
yeah, those are those are some of the standout ones for right now. I'm also well, a big fan of Schlafly. Schlafly, yeah, that that yeah. goes back and forth as well. Uh, it's always a great beer, but sometimes it advances, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. What so I don't like is two I... roads. Um, um, oh, oh, uh, oh the uh, Rosemary's oh. Baby. Rosemary's Baby. That's what it was. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's got. They got I... a little rum a- a- action to that one, don't they? It's, yeah. It's just. It doesn't. It doesn't do it for us. Uh, we, yeah. we 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 have actually uh, banned it from from the festival because wow. it has been uh, like dead last year <laughs> after year after year. It's been banned. Yep. It's yeah. good to have standards. It's good to, good to have standards. Um, I, I was just going to ask. Then then the real question I ask you is: uh, How early is too early for a pumpkin beer? Uh, In the calendar. In the well, calendar, yes. That would be uh, like um, uh, March when you have a pumpkin okay. beer from last year. I see. Okay. Oh, because Got because it. they're not available otherwise. <laughs> I see. Understood. So it's too Understood. late for it to be, uh, you know, it's starting to go down and it's too yeah. early because uh, there's no other pumpkin beers around. Fair enough. All right. Well, That's, two years I... ago, I had a, a Harpoon UFO pumpkin on the 4th of July. And it was it was pretty good. It held up. Yeah, I was pretty pleased. Yeah, yeah that's, that's another great one. Uh, I thank you for pointing that one out. Actually, that I think got it definitely got into our finals round, if not uh, uh, top three for this last Did year. Did you do it with a cinnamon sugar rim? Uh, whenever we go out, we always ask for that yeah. because the, the it's one of the things I think the the distributors uh, insist on when they oh. or whenever they have, yeah because every place that has it on tap that we've noticed will say oh would you like a cinnamon sugar rim. Um, yeah, that's great and it and it does add to the flavor of it it's really great well but before we get to the naming rights i do think we need to oh, oh did right. you say something have something huck no i was just going to keep talking about pumpkin stouts but yeah we can uh... oh, okay <laughs> if you pumpkin, i know i want to hear what the, what are the pumpkin stouts because I, I want i there I remember want the to one we some... had we, we used to have one at, at uh barcade back yes in the day. it was a uh, oh, fisherman yeah. from fisherman and cape oh, ann that's it they, yeah cape yeah. ann brewing Okay. And it seemed, and that was like Barcade was the ma- main place I would see it. I think they have a relationship with that brewery. Yeah, they had a relationship with them. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Is that, that the one in, the in Williamsburg? Pumpkin Stout. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, but they also have one on uh, St. Mark's. Right. Yeah. Uh, okay. We were having it at Ed Williamsburg. Yeah. Okay. Uh, excellent pumpkin stout. I remember that. Uh, anyway, just wanted to throw that in there. But with with talking about all the whole uh, movie theater thing and all those rules, I, you know, I, I, we've been talking a little bit about the whole picks and pints thing, and I know we've all had a little bit of action in that regard lately. In fact, one of these is a film that I would not recommend having a beer before, uh, just because we, we many of us have had the Barbenheimer experience at this point. Uh, Huck, have you have you caught up on, with any of that, or I've not seen Oppenheimer, but you have seen Barbie, correct? Excellent. And so I think the rest of us have seen both. Beer Wonder and I got together on the fourth row of the biggest IMAX theater in the world. Uh, and uh, yeah, we had a beer a afterwards. It's a lot of, of of Oppenheimer, very tall, right in your face. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was, Three I was, stories. You could, ev- you could see every nose hair. You felt like you could climb right up in it. <laughs> It was very. It was very intense. It was. Uh, I, uh, I, I, I'm, so, I'm sorry to interrupt. But I got some bad news just coming in over the wire. Oh no! Uh, the uh, fisherman's pumpkin stout is no longer in production. Oh, oh that's a shame. Oh, oh. R.I.P. R.I.P. <laughs> but there was nutmeg in it. Oh, yeah. Say that. What, what? There's nutmeg in here. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Thank goodness. That. Uh, 
that was that was a reach, but I had to I had to uh, obligate the, the now the back to your regular yeah. scheduled program. Yeah, uh, but yes, uh, you're, you're, yeah. I also noticed. Uh, I don't know if I would have noticed this as much in a, in a traditional theater, but lots and lots of close-ups. Yeah, uh, Christopher Nolan loves his close-ups. Yeah, fourth row was probably a little too close, uh, especially for the the type of um, what was it seventy IMAX, uh, seventy millimeter yeah, IMAX, seventy millimeter IMAX. Yeah, I think in a traditional theater it might have been a little uh, more bearable, but fourth row in that huge three stories of of uh, <laughs> of Oppenheimer's nose uh, might be a little too close uh, for it for you. I, I fortunately got to see it in the uh, center row, which is apparently uh, Christopher Nolan uh, said that is the way to see it in oh, 70 okay. millimeter IMAX. There's only 12 in the country. So he's telling the entire world to see it in 12 <laughs> different theaters. Uh, but right. center row, um, uh, center, center, center row, center. I, uh, I I don't think I'll be going back to have that experience as much as uh, it, it, like, I, I, I enjoyed the movie, but I don't I don't yeah. know if I if I if I need it to prove that whether or not Christopher Nolan is right or not. But I'm sure right. it was a wonderful probably better uh, that we had. I had just been for since it was released it was that theater was sold out for every performance of every day for like six weeks and so by the time we were finally able to get tickets i'm like all right i reached out to beer wonder and i said uh do you want to go see oppenheimer two week in two weeks on a monday afternoon and and, and (laughs) amazingly amazingly beer wonder was available on just a random date i threw at him so that that told me it was it was fate we had to do it yeah it was uh, and then we went wound up going to Malachy's afterwards which is a great yeah. old uh, Irish bar uh, in that neighborhood where, where we saw people being shitty to a bartender which yeah. is I know one of the beer uh, ventures credos which is never be shitty to your bartenders nope. yeah don't fight them help them out and make what? sure you tip yeah yep. I would imagine yep. that Malachy's bartenders were not gonna take too much no she was she was she was shit. not she was nicer <laughs> to them than they deserved but she didn't put up with oh that shit. yeah yeah, she told she told them off, but yeah, she could she could have gone farther in yeah. our opinion. So don't be shitty to your bartenders. Yeah, that's a tough, that's a rough place. Not rough, but you know, it's a <laughs> real New York place. <laughs> don't mess with the, the employees there. Uh, and uh, and what do we all think of Barbie? Uh, well, you know, I thought it was, uh, it was funny, clever, and I just thought it was not the hype that it's gotten well how could it possibly be yeah the second coming but you know it was enjoyable yeah it's it's easy to look at uh margot robbie for a couple hours so true enough not Uh, that was i think that was the point the filmmakers were making yeah i think that's what greta gerwig is saying is like well you know at least i'll be looking at her so right well (laughs) uh, she even mentions it with the the narration (laughs) at one point yeah uh well that's right it was one of helen mirren yeah yeah, yeah, Helen Mirren. Uh, uh, having cast uh, uh, Marco Robbie, uh, uh, Marco Robbie in this role maybe is not the best point for her to say that she's not good enough. Uh, but we must all move on. Um, what I liked is the layers, uh, not only yeah. with um, you know the Barbie uh, uh, accessories and everything being real and bringing out some real weird ones like uh, Sugar Daddy Ken. Uh, sure. And the brats, um, and uh, what's it? Uh, what's the what's the the magic earring, Ken? Magic earring, right? Yes. <laughs> um, but also the layers of uh, uh, movie making, um, uh, movie styles that um, uh, Greta Gerwin uh, brought in. Uh, different films that really inspired her, she uh, emulated and, and paid homage to. That are oh, yeah, so love- subtle that uh, you know you don't. I didn't get, catch them on first glance. 
Oh, see, I guess I'm I'm gonna I'm, I'm going right to unsettle one. I love the 2001 opening. Oh, sure. Yeah, that's yeah. the most. Yeah, yeah, very yeah. like oh, that's no, in that your face. Spectacular. That was spectacular. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was wonderful. Yeah. Um, if you haven't listened to the soundtrack, if you have not put that on your rotation, it is pretty solid. Yeah, I'm gonna start listening to that now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, it starts with some Lizzo, you get some Dua Lipa in there. Like it's it's a it's a pretty packed uh, packed soundtrack. I just remember at one point thinking, this is a really weird movie. And in, yeah. the, in the most positive way, and how amazing that a movie that weird has made a billion dollars. Yeah. Yeah. That does not well, happen often. And and also, like, I gotta give it to them. I think if I read I read somewhere it was $150 million spent on the movie. And a hundred million dollars spent on the marketing. Wow. Um, and if you were watching some of the things that they were doing, sort of in the lead up to all of this, and where Barbie was showing up, and they built the Barbie dream house that you could actually rent out on Airbnb in Malibu, and um, they had Barbie stuff like in the United Arab Emirates, they they were all over the place. They really kind of set themselves up for a lot of success. And it's a movie that you go into with this idea of like, oh my God, Barbie, ah, uh, and then it kind of sucker punches you. Yeah, yeah, in the best yeah, I way. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, the best way. Yes, one hundred percent the best way. Well, we're closing and in great, on great okay. cast too. Yes. I mean, the cast was excellent. Yeah, uh, Ryan Gosling was really good as Ken. I thought it was hilarious. Very clown, great clown role. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never even knew about Alan before, and Michael Sarah was was great as Alan. Oh yeah, <laughs> he fits in all the uh, Ken clothes. Didn't yeah, you, didn't he you does. Because <laughs> all right, well. Well, we're closing in on an hour, and I think we can't, we we can't put this off any longer. It is time for nope. the sacred naming oh, ritual. All right. Yeah. Uh, so so I've got a pitch, and okay. here's we're breaking we're breaking a lot of conventions. So I'm I'm ready to have this one done. But um, we we did have this moment of of John introducing us to serpentine and circuitous together, yeah. and and he has informed us that he has had a nomadic journey, and so. By mashing these things together, I will put forward as a possibility with no beer references, so probably not the right one, but the Serpuitous Nomad. The Serpuitous Nomad. Yes. All right. Uh, or, wow. or, 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 yeah, or, or the, sir, 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 yeah, okay, I, I, or, or Circuitine. Yeah, Circuitine? I, no, I, I, th- okay. I think yours is probably better. Uh, yeah, that, but those are both, those are both good ones. Uh, yeah. All right. Either way, I think we need to add serpuitous just to the world. I think that that, that think, is yes. something that needs serpuitous. to exist. Yeah. So, so you heard it here first on the Beer Avengers podcast. Uh, John gets you know ten percent, um, but serpuitous uh, nomad. All right, but but serpuitous. I think we just need to add to the vocabulary as the accurate term for when you really go on a crazy journey to get somewhere. Yeah. I'll very give, serpuitous. I'll give you a pitch. Uh, how about uh, we, we've got the very colorful man, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, your name is uh, Peacock. Mm-hmm. And he's a he's a mad uh, uh, Guinness enthusiast. Yeah. What about what about the toucan? Ooh, oh, I like I, that. You know, I it, it's funny because <laughs> I was solid. I almost when you was you were talking about all of your just came Guinness that. swag that you have. I was just remembering that I was at a bar earlier today and they had a, a well like a, like a coffee mug. That's where they're keeping all the straws for the cocktails. And it was it was one of those Guinness things, the Guinness is good for you thing with the toucan on there. So uh-huh. yeah, the toucan. There you that, go. That, that, that the is, toucan. That's, that's a yeah. solid choice. And they had the, the word can there is the kind yeah. of beer reference. Yeah. Should we spell it T W O C A N? Okay, maybe <laughs> yeah, that's not. good. That's good. That's a, that's a good subtlety. Yeah, uh, but <laughs> I, I didn't see a lot of excitement from John on that one. So uh, Glenn, yeah, I mean Glenn, uh, 
Glenn, we call him Glenn. Yes, no, well, I, don't know, I, don't know, I don't know. I don't know. Who, I don't know. That would be an interesting option. Yeah, be confusing for some people. That just came it's, to my head for some reason. It's my anyway. it's my mother's maiden name, so I'd rather not. Oh, okay, good. Well, I'm glad we nixed one. Yeah, I'm, which I'm, one I'm, is I, Toucan? Is your mother's maiden name? No, oh, Glenn. Okay, uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I uh, I I'm 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 drawing a blank, so I'm going to go straight to John and see if uh, he has any. Uh, Anything he's come up with. Uh, yeah, because it is ultimately your decision. That is true. It, it is it your is, decision. Yes. You, you, the, the name must call to you. You know, I, I really am enjoying uh, the, the two um, uh, the two options. Uh, could I give a, a, um, uh, a thought, maybe a request or just a thought, uh, yeah. and uh, throw it back to you and see what would be better? Um, but adding, so either one, are, are both are great. Um, but adding uh, super chilled in front of them. Oh, super chilled. So the I think super... the su- super chilled. Do you want to just be super chill? Yeah, super I, chilled? Think, I, I, I think, think I, super yeah. chilled is actually a solid, a solid good. name. Yeah, I, like I feel that. I feel like anything in addition to super chilled would just be it, it, gilding the gilding. lily. Yeah, yeah. You, and we don't do that around here. Well, I so, think, but I here's the thing: it. do we want? Do we want super chilled or super chill? Or the super chiller. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Actually, uh, you know, it, that I did kind of chill all of your ideas right then. So uh, I think I am the super chiller. <laughs> no, no. You, 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 you took the lily, you, you smashed it, and you showed up with a rose. <laughs> it's got to be. It's got to be what you, we only throw yeah. these names out to, to give people. Just to, Artistic, you, yeah. You're coming up with your own name is the best way it's to go. It's honestly the best way to yes. go. All right. Yeah, I mean, the, the, honestly, the best thing I had was another uh, mashup where I was thinking, take part of Nomad and take Toucan and call you the Mad Toucan. But I think uh, I think Super Chill, <laughs> Super Chiller, do the we mad, do like the Mad, the mad Toucan. toucan. Uh, so we'll, in case what you does that want... have to do with beer? It's very... Well, <laughs> it, it does. It does. <laughs> um but yeah, so what do we what so what do, what do we think? Super chill, super chilled, super chiller, or all three, depending on the day. Right. Yeah. Well, I think yeah, I think uh, 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 super chiller is uh, is a good. But then uh, the the nicknames can pop on in. All right. SC every once in a while, you know. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. yeah. Right. Santa Claus. Uh, super. <laughs> or yeah, it could be like Hot Hot Huck, aka the Pale Male. It'd be a uh, super chiller, aka the Mad Toucan. <laughs> I like it. I love it. I love it. All right. Well, this was a successful naming, y'all. I think so. Mr. Chill, thanks yes. for joining us today. Yes, Thank come you back and have you as part of the Beer Avenger uh, uh, family or the Avenger verse, like, as we say sometimes. Yep. Like now, 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 if the Beer Avengers out there who are, you know, keeping an eye on us would love to just check in on all these adventures. Hey, Captain, where can they find us on the interwebs? Well, there's always uh, the, uh, just look for the beer Avengers and throw that in Google. And a lot of stuff, this stuff will come up. But if you put the at symbol before the beer Avengers as one word, you can find us on Facebook book. You can find us on Instagram. I mean, we're on threads, but no one's on threads. Uh, and, and we're kind of keeping our distance from Twitter, even though we're there as well. Or if you just want to do uh, an email, the beer Avengers you email it. What did I forget? You forgot the coolest one, the Tiki Talks. Oh yeah, yeah, the Tiki Talks. We haven't put anything on we there lately. We haven't posted but... in a while, but yeah, we're there. But that, that is the best place to see a brulee video, I think. That's true. Wonderful. Even if we can't remember what that poker is called. And John, if I know, if you know, you 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 also talk on the internet. And yes, we didn't even mention the two sides. Yeah, oh, there we go. The two is in the name of your podcast, so two can is there too. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Is there a place, uh, is there anything you'd like to plug? Is there anything, if people want to find out more about you, they should be looking? Yes. Uh, thank you for uh, 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 throwing it to me, gentlemen. Um, and actually, on that note, uh, Two Sided, uh, the podcast Two Sided, is uh, one that um, my boy Pete and myself do uh, twice a week. Um, if you want to listen to all of it, you go to the stereo app. Uh, but uh, most people aren't on the stereo app. So we also have uh, Spotify and, and Apple Pod and uh, Amazon Music and YouTube. Uh, all of those, okay. um, uh, and uh, Instagram, YouTube, Instagram, Patreon, um, and Twitter, 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 X, 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 X. Um, all of them are at Two Sided Pod, T W O Sided Pod. And uh, a little tradition that we do on our show is uh, we have shots. And so I am not, uh, I have not told you about this beforehand, and I'm not expecting anything. But I just want to uh, end this with I'm going to uh, cheers, uh, raise a little bit of a uh, whiskey to you all. Uh, I got some Evan Williams here and I just wanted to say, uh, beer Avengers, thank you so much for having me. And, uh, thanks for the time. It's been fantastic. I appreciate it. And I love the name. Cheers guys. Cheers. 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 All right. I can't think of a better uh, way than to, uh, end this other, other than, uh, (laughs) I think, uh, Huck is your uke over there. Your brand new, uh, exciting uke. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. And thanks for being here. Oh, Super John, chiller. You join me on the. Uh, you're gonna join me on the outro here. Well, do a little bit. All right. Uh, all right. Yeah. Play us out, Huck and the Mad Toucan. Super chiller. Super chiller. With a beer, 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 Avengers, beer, 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 Avengers, beer, 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 Avengers. With a beer, Avengers. <laughs>